Welcome to the Weather Gurus Podcast for November the 1st, 2022 for the lower 48 United States. Please be sure to subscribe to this channel and support and donate this for this channel for the latest and the weather news for the lower 48 United States. Thank you for your support and let's get right into it. Right now we're going to look at the National Weather Service's satellite radar composite and overall I must say it's pretty quiet for much of the central, the nation's heartland, and the southeast and northeast, as well as the southwest. We do have some showers along the Gulf Coast, the I-10, I-20 corridor, um, and we do have some showers up in the Pacific Northwest with a vigorous front, upper-level load that's extending a front, cold front that's bringing much cooler conditions, as well as snow showers from the Portland Gorge, the I-5 Columbia River Gorge, through east Washington, eastern Oregon, and also the high Sierras of California. So first, we're going to look at the showers down here. These are non-severe storms here. Along I-20, extending from Shreveport, Louisiana, through Monroe, back toward Jackson, Mississippi. Showers extending down toward Alexandria, Louisiana, Lake Charles, Beaumont, along I-10, into the Houston corridor. They've been raining all day with a steady heavy rain to moderate rain there along that corridor as well. These storms will continue to track east. So if you're coming along I-20, heading on into Tuscaloosa and Birmingham and Montgomery, Alabama on I-65, these showers will continue from Baton Rouge to Goldport to Biloxi and Mobile along I-10 and I-12 and eventually the Florida Panhandle will experience those showers. Now coming out west we have showers extending into San Joaquin Valley from Merced, Fresno up through Modesto on the 99 freeway. Extending into the uh, Sierra Nevadas, the high Sierra Nevadas, snow showers will continue up in Lake Tahoe, Reno, Carson City. All of your usual snow zones will get those extended snows. Also, some snowfall extending into Portland, Oregon, and the Dalles along I-84 there, as we mentioned before. Eastward towards Spokane, up through the Willamette Valley of Oregon. All those areas will be raining along the coast from Coos Bay, Oregon, all the way up to 101 through uh, Seattle and also through the Olympia National Park in Bainbridge Island. There will be some showers there. High elevation snow, of course, will be along the passes as usual. So that's what's going on in your national picture here. We do have clear skies and a few showers up in the Green Mountains of Vermont there. Nothing really giving too much of one bump here in, in Burlington, but nothing really causing too much of a concern. Now, t- turning to our hazards here, there are some hazards issued, of course, for that area um, in the Pacific Northwest. There are some winter storm warnings and watches, weather advisories for Montana. Um, they're along the border of the Bitterroot chain there in Montana, along the border of Idaho and Montana. And that extends also into the Columbia River Gorge. There is some freeze watches uh, extending in there for the Columbia River Gorge. So if you're in to the north of Baker City, Oregon, and those areas, Pendleton, and all those areas there, you, you have a freeze watch for you as well. And we also have a bunch of winter weather advisories extending in this uh into Utah, the Wasatch Range, the Front Range of the Rockies, um, west of the Continental Divide. Uh, so those areas in Breckenridge, Breckenridge Summit County, Vail, uh, those usual areas up there are getting, getting heavy snow. So there is a winter weather advisory for those areas as well. And into the rim country of Arizona. Now there is also extending warnings. There's a high wind warning into the rim country of Arizona, Nevada, much of Nevada, much of the passes, Mojave Pass in California, the Cajon Pass up I-15. Um, those passes along into the Coachella Valley, there is a wind warning for those areas as well. So you want to be mindful of that. The eastern two-thirds of the country, there's no hazards for you. So if you're on the I-95 corridor, extending from Maine to Florida, you look absolutely beautiful. Along the central U.S. as well, from San Antonio, Corpus Christi, all the way up to I-35 to New- North the Dakotas, you look good. There is just a uh, winter storm a red flag warning, excuse me, for the dry conditions in um, South Dakota, from Pierre, South Dakota, and all the way westward, extending into eastern 
Wyoming, Casper, and there's also a red flag warning for eastern Colorado and into Kansas. So you want to be mindful of that. If you have any burning outdoor grills, just be mindful of that. The air is dry over there, and so there's no moisture. So that's something to keep in mind. We do have something in the two in the tropics to keep look at. Tropical, uh, tropical storm Lisa, which is expected to be a hurricane. Let's give you the latest on that. 5 p.m. advisory today. It's 55 knots winds. It's 65 miles an hour. Pressure's down to 1,000 millibars. And is moving quickly west at 13 knots or 15 miles an hour. Lisa is expected to become a Category 1 hurricane slamming into the Belize-Honduras coastline uh, sometime later on this week. It's rapidly intensifying to a hurricane later on this week, according to the National Hurricane Center. And it will become a Category 1 hurricane. And it's forecast to make landfall in Belize, the central company of Belize there. So Belmont Pond, the islands there, Belize, the um, there's a hurricane warning out for the Rotan Islands, the Rotan Islands out in Honduras, as you know. And there's already and there's a tropical storm watches and warnings extending from the Honduras coastline, the Guatemalan coastline, and the Belize coastline. So as this system runs, it's gonna, it moves inland. It's going to bring heavy, heavy rain through Thursday afternoon to Belize, Guatemala, Mexico as well. And so as it reemerges back into the Bay of Campeche, uh, Mexico sometime on Sunday. Uh, late yeah, late Saturday, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. We have to be very, we have to watch this very carefully as when it reemerges, as the what is left of it, uh, will we strengthen again and make another landfall? We have to watch that very closely. But that's what the schedule is now to make landfall sometime between 2 p.m. Wednesday and Wednesday night, early Thursday morning into Belize as a Category One hurricane. And so we can look at the intensity here. Uh, the discussion, the intensity has an end as a as a strong Category 1, 90-mile-an-hour hurricane now. Um, category 1 starts at 74 miles an hour and goes up to 95 miles an hour. And so to be a strong Category 1 hurricane with 90 miles an hour winds, according to the Hurricane Center, and that moves inland and, of course, weakens toward the depression. Now, we also have two other storms out there, but they're more of a, uh, more of a fish storm. We have Martin, which is out east of Bermuda. It's 60 miles an hour winds. Pressures are down to 991 millibars. It's moving east at 13 miles an hour or 11 knots. And this is way out in the middle of the Atlantic, some maybe 500 miles east, northeast of Bermuda. And we're going to get advisory. Um, it is intensifying, so it looks like it's going to be intensifying. But this is going to be a fish storm affecting maybe Greenland and Iceland later on Saturday. But right now, it's expected to become a hurricane as well. Um, it's expected to move out the sea in the middle of the um, Atlantic and expect to become a hurricane. So this is going to be an extra tropical hurricane here. Um, tropical Storm Martin is expected to become a hurricane around the same intensity level too as a category, strong category one with 90 mile an hour winds um, possible there in the next 48 hours as it just becomes a, a fish storm, a sea storm. So besides those two storms, we don't have anything in the eastern Pacific um, developing out toward Mexico, um, Cancun. We don't have anything in the central Pacific developing for Hawaii. So this is the last month of the hurricane season. So this is a way to start off here. And this is the loop of Lisa here. I'm going to loop here. I'm just going to analyze it really quick for you. You can see heavy convection on the east side of the storm. There is no shear, no shear environment here. So it's got good outflow. You can see the high banding of the cirrus clouds flowing away from it. You can see heavy convection on the east and the north east side of the system on the southwest side there's some dry air penetrating the system here along with these gaps in the radar and the infrared satellite and you can see out ahead of it there's not much to stop it there as well as some good uh, besides the landfall um, of the, the land interaction with Belize and Honduras and Mexico coastline so it looks to be very good it's still moving at a good direction and a good clip and it will be rapidly intensifying as showing those signs right now with good convection strong thunderstorm those red cold cloud tops you can see in those red and right there is continuing to block there. That's a good sign that it's strengthening and it will continue to strengthen 
as it prepares for a landfall later on this week. So this is what's going on in the national weather. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to hearing you in the next episode. Take care.